Just let it go. And don't you dare bring it up at lunch. Why not? Because I want to have a good time. I want to celebrate their reunion, not accuse Melanie of theft. Yeah, she knows no one will raise it because it'll be too... Carl! Old. Do not ruin lunch. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbours CJ, Kate Let's get the neighbours Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We discuss the Aussie soap opera, Neighbours. We are just a couple of weeks ahead of UK broadcasting in Australia, in Melbourne, in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios. We are doing a picnic pod and God, I'm excited. I'm Vaya. I work in the Aussie showbiz industry. I have a difficulty suspending disbelief. I have CJ the Hot Mess Mom, also known as Catherine Jones. Hello. Hello, everyone. So we're in person. We are in the murder rotunda. We are. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Um, also, like, it's a proposal location. Oh, yeah. So it does um, have nice qualities. Yeah. So any any chances? We've had, like, a weird guy approach mm. us. So He, wanted, I mean, he, he actually might wanted, not be rude. He wanted to listen. He wanted to listen and we got shy. But also two women, one man. I don't know. It was just a bit of a strange Yeah. Vibe. I mean, that does sound like a synopsis. <laughs> it just sounds like we've got an apartment we need to visit. <laughs> get to that um it's so nice to see you cj in person I know. it is lovely to see you and it's been fun doing the lives with our audience but as anyone knows who's tuned in we much prefer this yeah it's been really nice talking to people like having pe- having an audience having people communicate yeah. with us and communicate with each other like yeah. when we're having a moment with our technical issues like last recording the streaming audience were just having a nice chat about the recent Melbourne earthquake tremor. So oh, yeah. amongst themselves. That's great. But now here we are in the ambience in sort of CJ's neck of the woods. You might hear a bit of drizzle, a bit of rain, a few bird sounds. Oh, yeah, the birds are on their, like, goodbye tour of the day because it's <laughs> um, dusk. And, and daylight saving just hit. So it is, well, it, we've sprung forward so it's a nice light evening, but the sun will go down any minute. My mother described um, the Saturday night before daylight saving is the annual time that she has an argument with my father about <coughs> what way the clocks go. <laughs> Spring forward, fall back. Oh, she, like they just have the same fight. <laughs> and then at the end she rings me and says, which one? And I say, it's the bad one. <laughs> uh, we lose an hour, except in Victoria, my friend Annabelle, my friend Annabelle tweeted that um, it's good because we lose an hour of lockdown, which we are still in. You know what I realised, though? Mm. Friend of the pod, DJY. Mm. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Loses an hour of birthday. Oh, oh that must happen so many years. Yeah, so only 23 hours. Oh, that's DJY rough. could celebrate. Rough going. Yeah. Uh, happy and birthday, though. Also happy birthday. And let's slide on into Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. Because also happy birthday to Kate, our usual co-host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clocked one over during the week, had a lovely day. Just, yeah, like hope next year we can hang out together and have burgers in a restaurant. That would be nice. And Kate, it was school holiday, so she wasn't homeschooling. Oh. So good times. So hopefully Kate got amongst some plants. <laughs> She did. And how nice in the Neighbours Council um, our audience were posting uh, plants for Kate and they were really sweet. Yeah. Some hoons have joined us. Yeah, we. um, I have forgot to mention this is somewhat of a spot where people exchange bags. Okay. Exchange bags. Yep. For money. Yep. Yep. Great. Okay. So get out your Kmart plates. We've done many a car pod slash picnic pod where I've been afraid and CJ has had to protect me. So this is no different. Yeah. Uh, what else in my business? Oh, I was going to talk about the missing episode, which I have not uploaded yet, which is the last unplugged episode, which was a technical fruit salad. My internet kept dropping out. It was so boring. Like the technical stuff was so boring and I just haven't been able to face it. And can I actually just take a minute to talk about a day in my life? Because I feel like I'm handing in my homework late. This is the first time I've ever recorded, I think, a podcast before I've put out the previous one, mm. I think. I, I tend to think 
that other people do things like that all the time. Yeah. And we don't. No. So if this episode never, never comes, I want to let everyone know that, that it is my idea that it never comes out <laughs> and that it just becomes like a secret gig. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is that a thing? So it's a thing in other cities, right? So a band will come out and they'll play like a big gig and then they'll do a secret oh, gig. yeah, like at the Corner Hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they'll, yeah. Just, they'll just pop out and it's only like available online, mm. like there's links shared. Or um, comedians do it a lot for Melbourne Comedy Festival because yeah. they're like, they have to do certain shows and their agents have to approve everything. But sometimes they just want to go to like a local open mic night and just try some shit. Get amongst the people. Yeah. Have their internet drop out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we performed to 14 people. But um, our listeners are so nice that when I posted in Facebook that I'm having some delays, they're like, oh, no worries. Whenever you can get it out is totally fine. Like, so they're so nice. I just want to, you know. I mean, I'm sure that there's a neighbour's listener that's not a nice person, but I've never spoken to them. Yeah, if you hate, if you hate listen, you do you. Yeah. You do we still you. love you. I'm, I'm proud to provide this service for you. Yeah, thanks I for the hate, downloads. I hate consume so much content. Yeah. And God, what a joy it yeah. is to then vent about that content. Yeah. Um, so a day in my life lately, just going back to work. This is my third week. I've just clocked off three weeks going back to the workplace and our bicycling friend I think is coming back. Anyway, just to get a picture because I just like to explain why I'm a bit higgledy-piggledy. Not that anyone's noticed. Maybe you have. Um, <laughs> so I begin the day. My alarm goes off at 5 a.m. I ignore it till about 6. And then I... <laughs> you know, try and get up and shower, breakfast. By then my son's woken up, who's 16 months old, and then my partner takes him downstairs and plays with him and gets him breakfast while I try and do an hour or two of my work before 9am. At 9am we swap roles and I go down with the baby, partner goes upstairs to work, but then between 9 and 9.30 we have like staff meetings and I can attend those with the baby so I dial into all of those while the baby's playing. Sometimes he's playing outside. We do all that. Then I usually take him to the park or we play at home. And then he goes to sleep by around 11.30. Then he's napping. And at that point, I'm supposed to catch up on admin, like for the podcast or clean the house. But lately I've just been falling in a heap or doing work because I'm trying to catch up. Then in the afternoon, play with the baby or take him to my mum's when I can and do more work. And then it's like the afternoon routine of dinner, bath, bed. Then at 7.30pm when I'm free, I get our dinner. Then I collapse in a heap. And then I am like supposed to do more work or podcasts, but I'm just tired. So I just put it off until I go to bed too late because I'm reading the internet, usually reading about Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler. Oh, I was going to say doom scrolling, but you're doing something else. I move beyond, moved beyond it. I move beyond the doom scroll. I look at memes. Memes are good. Yeah, memes are good. Um, yeah, that's basically, uh, this is actually one of the reasons that I wouldn't mind the idea of going back to the office mm. because like going back to the office, at least there's a compartmentalized part to work. Although like you have to sit in traffic and there's other mm. things, but yeah, so I think that that, what you just described there is working parenthood oh, is just it. like, Ugh. it's a fire cannon for the day. And then you just wake up and you do it again tomorrow. Yeah, it's unrelenting. And I think, well, with a toddler, it's just, you, I mean, I mean, there must still be challenges with a five-year-old, obviously, CJ, but like it gets easier as they get older. So you'll, it'll be easier for you in another couple of years. I hope so. <laughs> um, I hope there's school then also. Yeah. Um, but yes, the main benefit that you have in the toddler range is that they nap. Yeah. But then if they're having a bit of a growth spurt or a tooth or... Yeah. It doesn't then, always happen. It doesn't. That's why I try not to put work in while he naps because if he wakes up early, then I'll just be a mess. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought I'd do this little mom cast break because yeah. I just like to give context because then why I'm always running around like a headless chicken going, the pot's not out, I haven't put the Patreon thing up. Well, um, I would like to say my favourite working mum podcast. Is it Best of Both Worlds? Best yeah. of Both Worlds. Um, they did a day in the life this week. Oh, I think that's why it must have been on my yeah. brain because I listened to that. Their day, hi birds, their days in the life are off the chain. Yeah. Because like they, 4.30am, I get up and do my meditation and my workout. <laughs> oh man. Uh, can you hear these beautiful birds? They, they're they just involved. They're doing a um, Gardening Australia podcast. Um, they are. Um, yeah, but I must. Yeah, I must say, but they have nannies and mm. I don't want to say 
like I, I don't want to say that that's easier because like that's a way of life in America that's not really a way of life much mm. here. Like people have them. Yeah, and I have chosen not to use childcare at the moment. It's not best for my family at the moment. But also like in my suburb, childcare centres are hotspots. They're popping off with the corona. So it's just for me in a place where it's too young and I don't want to get involved in all that. So I've, I've got about four hours of childcare a week that I'm utilising for my 30-hour job. So that's, why, that's why I'm doing it during the night time. The neighbours ladies are all different because I am like keen to use any childcare available to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am open to a nanny though. Like, cause I used to be a nanny slash, well, babysitter and I love the one-on-one connection and I, I think that would be a really nice. And you I'm still, you yeah. look into? Mm-hmm. Family daycare would be a great option. Yes. I grew up in family daycare. Beautiful. Met my, one of my best friends. Cause they have like four yeah. kids. One of my friends, I'll tell you about this later, guys. Sorry about all of this. No, like this is this could be if you ever want us to do a spin-off MomCast. <laughs> Kate especially could, we could are really bring in some 100%. intel on that. We are all really good mothers but we're all very different. So we, we totally <laughs> could do a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. where you guys like say stuff and then I'd be like, oh, have you guys used drugs to get your kid to sleep? <laughs> anyway. um, my dad actually said that to me. When um, my son was about six months old and he goes, oh, your mum used to give you a tablet. (laughs) And I said, sorry, what did she do? And they used to drug me up before driving to Melbourne, which was four hours. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that explains some things. Um, Yeah, but my friend, she used family daycare and it was awesome for her. And even so, um, when her elder child went to kindergarten, the family daycare would have the baby with them all day. And then they'd go and pick the child up from kindergarten and he'd come back to his sister and the other kids and, like, play. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Because really nice. she was a teacher so she could never finish at the exact same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I think it does sound nice. Um, but I am also open to the Get Rich Quick Scheme option. Mm. So if anyone's got good ones, hit me up. Mm. Pyramid schemes, no, but good Get Rich Quick Scheme ideas. You, there's a callback to last week's episode. You should give Cooter a call. No one's heard last week's episode. 14 people. That joke's for you. Okay. That's business. Let's get into a shallow paddle. Because you're doing business with you. All right. We're going to do a shallow paddle across the week because a big, huge week last week with Mm. the return of one Nicolette Stone. Gosh, she's an interesting – she's come back with an interesting vibe. We'll get into that shortly. Okay. Monday. We'll get to, we'll talk about all of the babies and all of the parents and all of that they're going through momentarily. We need to start the week with some house swapping uh, shenanigans. Mm. Amy is out of the house of Blouser and she is gone to an apartment close to your heart, CJ. Yeah. So do we, is this Izzy and Carl's apartment? Seems to be. I also think it was David and Leo's apartment. The Eclipse apartment. It does seem to be like the Eclipse Oh, I think they did uh, an establishing shot of the Mm. eclipse at some point during the week. Yeah, right. But it feels like the apartment where David came out to Leo in that amazing scene, which is like that scene will never not be amazing no matter what happens between those boys. Um, So she has got, you know, like her her bachelorette pad. And wow, it's it's already seen a great time. Yeah. Uh, An amazing game of celebrity head. Yeah, and a reheated dinner. That was one of the best lines of the week. Yeah, she's like um, an influencer because they've all got like a you food deal. <laughs> when she goes, um, when she was going to have this big night on her own and Toadie and Mel surprised her with a housewarming gift and then she's like, all right, you caught me. I'm just, I'm feeling really sorry for myself and I was going to have to have a frozen meal. <laughs> yeah, which I sometimes look at those frozen meals and think I should get one of them. The only bad thing about a frozen meal, because there's some really good gluten-free ones, mm. there's a lot of cheese involved it's great. Yeah. Is that t- the portions are too small? It's like when you're making a meal for yourself from scratch, you decide what the end of the portion is. The frozen meal has already pre-decided what you'll be eating. That's why they're all so low in calories because they're <laughs> half a meal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy living her best life. The whole idea is Toadie was judgy, so she moved away from the judgment. But he seems happy as Larry now that she's out on her ass. Yeah, well, Toadie had some self-evaluation. Um, which he is constantly doing at the moment. And I'd really like to not watch him evaluate his behaviour mm. and just get to the good stuff. Yeah. And anyway. I still think, so now he and Melanie are happy couples and I just, I won't forget. 
I'm not ready to forget and forgive no. what he put her through. And constantly. Ugh. He just constantly lets her know that she's not good enough for him. And then they go around to the Kennedys for lunch and, God, Susan's been on fire lately with her wielding the cucumber as mm. a weapon. Like, don't you make this lunch awkward? Because Melanie had left $500 on the cash on the table because she won it from the film festival. Why is the film festival giving prize money in cash? Dodgy. No, they gave the giant check. That's a novelty check. You go and yeah, you exchange it for cash. You don't really. I, I think that she, they probably did a direct deposit. Because when you apply for a grant or you enter a competition, you obviously, sometimes you just have to put your bank details. Oh, yeah, that was the best when I used to work in radio and I couldn't be bothered, like I hated mailing out the CDs or whatever. But it's like, oh, I just need your EFT details. We'll send you $100. Easy. Oh, you had an acronym for it. Very professional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, Toadie, they pop around with some Savvy B and <laughs> poor Amy is just... She had a lot of ideas of having like her bachelorette pad and having her men over whenever she wanted. And she's like, she talks about them very sexually because like they're both pretty hot. Yeah. Right. Virile young men. Yeah, they are. And and one of them is doing a lot of home renovation at the moment on yeah. his Instagram. And he's got a puppy. So there's just, look, it's just a, there's a lot there. There's just a lot there for people. Yeah, there is. To appreciate. So I don't blame her. But every time she runs into Melanie, Basically, she says, hey, Melanie, how's it going with that one guy called Toadfish? Because I've got two guys. Have you seen them? Yeah. yeah. And they're helping me move, which actually great benefit. Yeah, I know. What a benefit to having two. Because, like, one is not useful, but, like, two. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so she moves in and it's just not as sexy as she thought on that first <laughs> night, is, is it? Oh. Especially the first night, you're stuffed. You just want to order pizza and pass out. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you, this is a small detail, but, like, is it a furnished apartment? Because she has no things. It must be then. must be. She said she's a minimalist. Yeah. I love that for her. Me too. Now, what happens the next night is Ned and Levi, who are in this polyamorous relationship, find out that their lady has been left alone and with bored. They have, They are a very active relationship, this mob. They are doing action-packed dates. They're doing date nights every night of the week. They've got a roster. Yeah. Oh. And there is becoming a lot more overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Led and Nevi are becoming mates. They are. They're like work friends. Yeah. They're each other's work spouse. Yeah. And they, they're, they're like they're a double act now within the thruple and it's good. And they come over with the drinks. They, that's right. No, they were going to throw a spontaneous house party. Yeah, which at, is a terrible idea because... They gave people no time. Nothing. No, nothing. It, presumably it was the weekend because Tony and Mel were coming over for lunch. So maybe it was like Sunday Arvo. People, yeah. people busy and half the street's gossiping about the Bronaca situation. Imagine that if you lived in a street where there was like not only people buying babies but also <laughs> there was a baby swap. Yeah. And this guy Leo who only just came back, mm. turns out he's got a love child that yeah. he didn't even know about. I loved seeing the street gossiping. It was yeah. really fun and real. As real as that could be. But so people got shit on. They're like, no, I really, I want to sit here and read the group thread about the gossip, but I want to go to your housewarming drinks. Also, we're not, we probably can't have more than five people in an enclosed space. Yeah, and so, there's three people in her relationship. <laughs> this really takes over. Yeah. Hasn't there been a bit of chat about um, thruples needing to be like the thing now because of the, so in Melbourne, you can catch up with two different households mm. and five people. Yeah. And I've seen comedians talk about like, okay, so like me and my partner yeah. can go and I guess I have to start hanging out with the thruple so that we can hit the five people <laughs> limit. The two household thing is really tedious because obviously to podcast outside together, we need a third household to be involved, even though technically we are considered a broadcast. Yeah. But I don't want to get too technical in case it's wrong. The problem is, is that we've not done it the whole time, so we can't. And change I, now. It's just the whole thing. But um, Ned and Levi are like, don't worry, no one's coming, but we can get on the Terps, have a wonderful time. We've seen how three people in a house can have a great time, just like David, Aaron and Nicolette did. Yeah. And they played Celebrity Head, which I don't know if it's a big game overseas, but here locally we had a long-running late-night variety show, not late-night, primetime variety show called Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is like cringe AF, but everybody watched it because, you know, there was no internet. 
And there was nothing to do on Saturday nights. Like it was a key part of childhood because mm. you wouldn't be going out because you were mm. like eight. Yeah. And one of the segments was they played Celebrity Head and it was usually the guests, you know, one of the main hosts and a couple of the guests, they'd write a name on their head and they each had to guess who it was and it was, God, it was a great time. Oh, yeah. So fun. Mm. Get yourself a poster and a texter and you have a game of Celebrity Head ready to go whenever you want. Yeah, and I think one of our friends has a different version of this kind of game that's not heads but there's like a list involved. It's very complicated. <laughs> Charisma. She, yes. Yep. She loves it. <laughs> um, yeah, so they basically they hang out, the three of them, and they have fun. And, like, we know where this is going, right? Yeah. It became Ceramic Piggy because yeah. Sheila suddenly gets it in her head that they've had a threesome <sighs> because Levi and Ned stayed over with Amy and she's only in a one better. So... Therefore, yada, 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 they did it together. Yeah, which, I mean, they've already been in bed together. Yeah. What difference is it that they do that? I actually thought it was far more surprising that Levi slept in the bathtub. He passed out in the bathtub. That's quite uncomfortable. Isn't that a thing? Don't people do that? I think people do that. I mean, not in my circles. Yeah. I think it's safe or something. I can't really remember. I think if there's no liquid, it's safe. Yeah. So Sheila then gets um, the rumour mill. Buzzing because then Cole wants to know about the three-way and, you know, Toadie wants to know. Toadie, suddenly, Mr. Keep Your Business Away From My Business, wants to know all about their business. Oh, yeah, because now it's the interesting thing happening down the street, mm. not the thing happening in his house. And now it's titillating for him, titillating yeah. other for him. But Sheila, she it's just all week. It's incessant. She is constantly having a go at them because... It's like she thinks if I keep having a go at them, they will break up and they won't have a threesome. What was going on with the knickknacks? She's like, here, here, take this vase, take this doily. I think what she's trying to do is accentuate Amy's age. So there was a doily, there was a funny vase. So I think she wants to put objects in the house that remind her grandson that he's with an older person. I thought she was just trying to make the house seem unsexy. So they wouldn't want to have sex there? I think you're right, but I think it was sort of linked with age. It's an in- yeah, it's an interesting yeah. theory though. I'd like to put out a few doilies and see if I'm in the mood or not. Yeah. and <laughs> going to guess not. I think that Levi's, he's into the idea that Amy's a bit older, so I don't know yeah. if this is working, Nana. But look, it, it started to feel uncomfortable. And um, Dr. Kathy, friend of the pod, she said on the um, council Facebook group. Yes, on the council, Facebook group, Neighbours Council. Um, can I say, I'm feeling super duper uncomfortable with the way Sheila goes on about the thruple. I feel like she's alluding to a threesome, Ned and Levi action, you know, um, and she feels it's actually pretty homophobic. Yeah, it was getting into the no homo territory, particularly when it was played for laughs, when Ned and Levi found out about this and thought they'd have some fun and wander into the pub buddy buddy and like mm. checking each other out playing with each other's hair which was cute what i really hate is because we all know what's her name again funny granny what was her oh cranky granny cranky granny we all know that when it comes to that she hasn't had a problem with homosexuality no so why has she got a massive problem it's this not in my backyard not my family yeah i, I don't know about that and she's saying look you know everything's fine do whatever you want but this is not levi's style yeah. Now, were they related? Who? So Nate worked with Sheila when he was with Christos. Remember mm. when they would play kick to kick all the time? Mm. And she went into bat at the pub at least. Yes, that's when she became Cranky Granny. Yes. Just fighting against homophobia. Yeah, and she got along with Nate really well. And so I don't understand why she couldn't be open to this. And she, she was seeing a person who was bisexual briefly from one of the apps. So I know that because plot, because drama, that yeah. she has to have a drama. Mm. I think it's more believable that she just doesn't like Amy. I think that angle is more believable rather than I have a problem with your thruple. Because I think she actually likes Ned too. So, Yeah, and I think the thing is, is like I don't really think that this relationship is heading into, you know, 10 years, children together, anything like that. I think that they're going to have a good time together and it might last a little bit, but I don't necessarily see future going on because I think that Amy's too good for them. But. (laughs) Well, also Amy has families interstate that she'll eventually probably go back to and Levi's a cop here and Ned, who knows what he wants, where he wants to. Maybe Ned will go with her. But it's just, it's not, doesn't have long-term written on it. Yeah. But also she's triggered this week 
because when they're playing around with this threesome idea and they were play flirting with each other, she shut the whole thing down and was like, I need a break from everything from you guys. I'm going. Yeah. Do you think, CJ, that's because each of her previous husbands left her for another man? So she oh. was like, oh, no, it's happening again. Maybe. Oh, I th- I didn't actually like really, you know, nuance that so much. I just I thought it was all becoming too hard for Amy. But mm. obviously she could well be triggered because mm. they, w- they would be quite – I mean, breakups are hard, but mm. like two very similar breakup stories yeah. would be pretty difficult. Particularly if you've invited both of them into your bed and then they – they exit it yeah. without I you. I mean, it's the classic story, isn't yeah. it? Where mm. two people get yep. along better than the third. Yeah. So, look, we've given that a lot of airtime. But that's, look, yep. that it just, there's a new apartment, there's a set, there's like people haven't playing celebrity head. A lot to be discussed here. Yeah. You know what I am going to feel uncomfortable with? Mm. If one of them leaves the relationship, but then the other two stay together. You would like that or you wouldn't? I, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Like okay. Because imagine that, living on the street, with the oh yeah, you know, like, like I remember me. I used to hang out with you guys. Yeah, remember, I used to be in that sandwich. Yeah. I used to be the yeah. ham. That's Tuesday night. It's spaghetti night. It's, yeah, can I come? So I, I would be uncomfortable for whoever was heartbroken in that, <laughs> you know, scenario. Yeah. Um, now I picked up a thread earlier and I left it, which was Carl accusing Melanie of theft. Yeah, at the lunch because she well withholding because she put the envelope of cash down and then it was gone. And rather than accuse the tearaway teen who, you know, is breaking curfew, like missing school, being a shit bag. He's going to leave like, school. Like making a mess when he's making hash browns, which is very hard to do because it's like put on tray, put in oven. They're also frozen. So yeah. it's not like he's even making <laughs> From them. scratch. Maybe he made them from scratch. But like instead of if it quacks like a duck, he's just gone, no, what about this? This other lady who's doing me a favour by giving me a cut of her prize money. That was yeah. a shit move, Carl. And she doesn't even have to because he offered music for free. Yeah. Um, it wasn't in the terms and conditions. Oh, God. You know what? I'm okay with that and even Carl being terrible just to see Susan react to it. <laughs> and also Toadie because there was a scene where um, Carl was very passionate about how artists should be paid. Mm. Which good, yes. Yeah. I mean, so true. Um, and then Toadie says it's both wonderful or something and scary how passionate you feel about this. <laughs> and I, I really love that line yeah. and so I'm, I'm okay with it for that reason. And I'm all for Susan's change of heart and going, you know what, I was against you but you are a wonderful person. Mm. Please forgive everything I did and you are great and anytime you want me to be a fortune teller for you, I will do that. Please eat at my table whenever you want. Yay, Susan. I tell you what, though, Susan has been doing some heavy lifting for weeks now. Yeah. She's awesome. Lifting of vegetables. Jackie is always the heart and soul of neighbours, but at the moment, oh. It's really good. I I like it when she's not sad. Yeah. I know people have to be sad about some things on soaps, but I'm I'm enjoying this, um, the calm. I'm enjoying the calm. I like it when she doesn't move amnesiac terrorists. Yeah, I like Like, that. I like that. It's good. Good vibes. So, Okay. Let's get to their tenant, Hendo, Hendrix. Also, side note, sorry, I just had in my notes, Melanelle Hart, Hart. I think Melanie brings out a really wonderful, like Lucinda brings out a really wonderful quality in Scarlet. I think they're really great together on screen mm-hmm. and they're really playful and it's really lovely to see that bond. That's all. That's all good to add. Yeah. They've um, got good chemistry. Yeah. And now Hendrix. Okay. Hendrix has discovered his... Medical condition, he's got a health crisis, he doesn't know maybe the status of his genitalia. Yeah. And, like, we want to keep in mind that he doesn't know. Mm. Like, he has no idea. It's just he's very scared. There's a lump. We don't know if it's, like, hormonal. God, trapping a woman, Hendrix, we oh. find lumps all the time, yeah. okay? Yeah. Jesus. Um, but let's not, we won't take it from him. This is scary. Yeah. yeah like, every whatever, whatever level of health crisis you're dealing with. Yeah. You, there's something you've got to come to terms with. And he's not ready. Like he's not emotionally involved, evolved, Hendrix. So he's not ready for this kind of thing. However, we saw him go off the rails not long ago. I mean, he's when, never far away from the rails. He, he started a gambling ring. Yeah. What drove that to happen? Was it because his dad left? His dad left. And he was like, well, what's the point of anything? Pretty much. Yeah. I want to focus on the dad mm-hmm. for a minute. And we will get to there's a situation with Coyle mm. this week. Let's get to it now. Yeah, yeah, let's get to it. So, okay, 
long story short, Hendo goes out with Roxy. Yeah, they go to the pavilion. Yeah. And like what better time than Hendo and Roxy going out together? They you look know? like a fun night. Great night. Um, except Hendo brings his emotions mm. and he doesn't and, know how to deal with them. he drinks them. He drinks them. Oh, he drinks them. Yeah. And he gets in a fight with a security guard that Loved won't that let him. security guard. He, he was, was very good at his job. Dedicated. Yeah. yeah. And he throws a punch and basically Roxy's the one that, you know, cops it. Of course. It. Of course she is. Always She's everybody's is. punching bag. Jesus. Always. And Roxy sort of tells Coyle the next day, like, basically I got in a situation where Hendo's, I got the back end of his punch, mm. basically. And Coyle, <laughs> we expect Kyle yeah. to march down and, and hit. Yeah. In the middle of his shift, he marches. Oh, he just—he is not into that job, though. <laughs> he put a um, close back in 15 minutes sign up and off yeah. he goes. Gone punching. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets there and he just wants to talk it out with Hendo, which is surprising. That was wonderful. Yeah. He's and, evolving. And Hendrix comes forward and says, look, I had a bad time at testy time. And I'm worried and I'm scared. And Cole's like, well, you know who you should be involving? A medical professional. <laughs> I agree with Coyle. But I feel like now's the time for Coyle to bring up the magical clinic in Germany. Yeah. He's like, even if you go worst case scenario, what if you have this? What if you have cancer? Yeah. Georgia and her whole yeah. family are still alive. Get the Germans onto it. Yeah. They are not mucking around over there. They're not. Your dad can pay for this. Yeah. He doesn't need a get started campaign or whatever they would call it no. in this place. Achtung. Achtung. He doesn't need any of that. Billionaire Tim can pay for yeah. all of it. Uh, but it is very reminiscent of young people, particularly in this pandemic, that are hesitant, that are vaccine hesitant because yeah. they don't know what they're putting in their bodies. Like, guys, just trust the people that have done the work to make the thing safe for you. Do you know what though? Like the thing that gets me out, and we shouldn't get political because like no. whatever, that's not what we are. Well. But. Promise me a good time and I'll take anything. <laughs> and I feel like Hendrix is the same as me. Yes. And that's what the vaccine is promising me, a yes. good time. It yes. was saying you don't have to record a podcast at night in a park. No, this is a fine time, but we could have a better time. Yeah. It's getting pretty eerie out here. Yeah. And, I mean, at first Hendrix was offered a fondle in a booth and yeah. he thought that's a good time, I'll do yeah, that. that's fun. And then the fondle wasn't quite as alluring as, as it turned out mm. because they found a lump. but. He needs to get Susan and Carl. They are the people he needs to talk to about this. And I would just be writing a letter to Testy Time and saying, look, some of your doctors shouldn't be front and centre at this booth because you just need someone who's a bit more softly spoken and a bit of honey and vinegar, you know. But also people that take you straight to the hospital, not just leave you on the street with a, <laughs> with a terrifying experience. Or just, hey, like this is very routine. This comes up for a lot of people. The best thing you can do right now do not delay, make an appointment, get it looked at properly. Even if things are as terrifying as Dr. Carl tells him a few days later, lie to him in the park and get him to the hospital. Wait, what did Dr. Carl tell him? Oh, like, you know, you don't want to get cancer. Oh, right, Sonia right. had cancer and she died. <laughs> I will preference Dr. <laughs> Kathy, who's actually a medical professional, not like Carl, um, has popped in and said, like, the outcomes are really good. People need to go and get their checks, right? Beautiful. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Kathy. Um, so, look, I hope that's what comes from this. I actually think that's not what's going to come. I think that he's not going to have cancer. What do you think? I think he's going to have something that might take some surgery to be removed. He might need to have a little procedure. Yeah. And then, because it's it's good to show that things do happen in life yeah. that you can overcome. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, look, I want to talk to the things that happen in life when your baby gets swapped with somebody else's baby. I mean, it doesn't happen every day. Look, it doesn't. No. But what a big issue to deal with. We knew it would be hard viewing. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. I want to bring up, they did some training in this. What do you mean? As foster parents. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. You're right, CJ. Aaron needs to call this kid Bunny, but Buddy. <laughs> Bunny's cute, though. Bunny's Bunny cute, could be yeah. the girl yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, if I'd had a girl, I might have even done that. Oh, Like yeah. a real bunny name. Um, but I just keep thinking, like, you emphasise the importance of passing your foster children back to their parents into yeah. a better situation. And, like, that's what's happening here. They fostered their own kid. That's amazing. Yeah. And I imagine this is awful. Yeah, it's hor It's heartbreaking. And Aaron in particular, David had a bit more time to get his head around it. Not yeah. really, but. He thought it was his baby, though, still. Yeah, it's horrible. Everyone's yeah. having yeah. a tough time. But Aaron is dealing with things like 
he can't look at the bassinet and he's like, that's Abigail's bed. I'm like, oh, my God, that just rips me in half. It rips me in half. It's it's <laughs> devastating. And one of the real problems, so everyone's having problems bonding with their baby. God, it's so tough. Yeah. No, oh, Nicolette's not. No, she's having a wonderful time and she can't imagine why no one wants to come and have crumpets with her. Yeah. Oh, she's organised for a new mum, isn't she? Yeah, she outsourced. Yeah, she'll, oh, yeah she's okay. got the best of both worlds. Yeah. So not surprising. Mm. Um, and the boys are having trouble bonding with baby Isla. Correct Isla. Real Isla. Real Isla. Mm. Brittany's having trouble and Leo's having trouble. They're mm. having trouble because they're just a baby's just thrust upon and them. Most parties in this group have been separated from their biological child for six weeks. The yes. only person that's been with her child the whole time is Nicolette. Yep. The others had um, Abigail under extreme stress, post-traumatic not post-traumatic, she probably has that now. Well, postnatal depression. Yeah, postnatal. And I think maybe even postnatal, I can't diagnose it, but mm. like a psychosis mm. or something. It was pretty, yeah. pretty intense. And she handed the baby across to, to be rehomed and David and Aaron thought they were raising their daughter but it was their niece and then Leo didn't even know he was a daddy. So everyone's going through these big emotions mm. and I really felt for David and Aaron when they heard little Abigail crying from the street and they recognised the cry and they wanted to go in hell. I thought Aaron was going to start leaking. <laughs> Which would have really rubbed it into Brittany's face. She's having trouble with the lactation situation. Because I've been the Brittany, right? And I would have hated that. <laughs> but, yeah, can we just take a moment to have a go at Therese Willis? Oh, a yeah. go? Why? Oh, of course, 100%. Yes. When you look after yes. someone's baby, it you, does not matter if the world falls over. No. No. You do not. The, the emergency is care of that child. That's the number one emergency. What is Therese doing in her beautiful multicoloured dresses in a plumbing emergency? Just telling no. people what to do. She can do that from home. Get Harlow onto it. Yeah, she's What's a Harlow bee? doing? She's always available. Yeah. And she's very directional in her speaking. If there is an actual emergency, like, okay, um... She doesn't even have – who else is in that house? Roxy. Well, Roxy got punched out and she suddenly fainted. She had to go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. But well, – Also take the baby. Take the baby. Yeah. She said, I couldn't take the baby. I'm like, you're not going to throw the baby into the toilet. Like you can take her in the capsule and she can be there in the pub, whatever. It sounds like she just reconsidered this babysitting idea and was like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> My children are adults slash or, not here. Or not here. <laughs> not with yeah. us. Um. So worst case scenario, if you have to not babysit at that moment, you text, you call the parents and you say. Even Leo has worked at the complex. He could have gone down and done that work because he was right there, wasn't he? They were nearby having a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm very, I am 100% and Kate has messaged us Mm, to say she's 100% team Brittany, Um, you know, free Brittany. Yeah. And... um, The thing is, is that she, I'm, yeah, oh. I'm really annoyed about it. Has the UK had Britney yet? Because I want to call the episode free Britney, but I don't want to spoil the UK. I'll have to look into that because this is how considerate I am. I don't like the title if it comes up in their podcast yeah. alerts. I don't want the title to spoil them. That's why when I, when Nicolette vanished, I called the podcast Where'd You Go Bernadette? And then when they, when she went missing in the UK, I changed it to Where'd You Go Nicolette? Just, oh, yeah. Order of Australia medals Thank you. Um, are coming yep. up. Yep. Oh, well, actually, the Spirit of Mooney Valley Awards, which is the <laughs> suburb I live in. Um, I have actually been ending conversations like that. When someone says, thank you, I said, please consider me in your Spirit of Mooney Valley Awards applications. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, no go, trade, No go. No go. And Leo, he's gone to the shops and seen nappies oh. and just gone, oh, these will do. He I got mean, a brand though. He, Did you notice he, that? He got the thank you brand, which yeah. do donate, make donations to, yeah. I don't know which charities they donate to, but um, Kate was livid about the size he chose. You remember the size he chose? Like toddler. It was crawlers. Crawlers. Crawlers, yeah. 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 Like your baby can barely like gurgle at the moment. <laughs> She's it's, not crawling. It's like when Hendrix came over and met baby Aster and he's like, do you want me to chop some carrots for her? Um, no, mate. <laughs> yeah, like Hendrix is at crawler age at this point. <laughs> Don't do this mere male bullshit. There was a column in New Idea in the 80s, mm. 90s. Like, read the box. Yeah. Read the box. You know how much your daughter weighs? Yeah. he. Kn- well, Maybe I mean, he even doesn't. if he doesn't, but he knows that it doesn't crawl. Like, you worked in a bar. You've held, you've probably held a kilogram of sugar. 
for cocktails. Yeah. Or like alcohol, a liter of alcohol. Just guess. Yeah. Also, she's just been born. Just pick the early in the scale. Or like size. I do think it was would have been a good idea. Um, or pick one of each. Sorry. Yeah. I think that the idea of having like the night nanny come and mm. all of that, I think like it would have been nice if someone came and taught them how to be parents. Oh, yeah, because they, they missed a lot of classes. Yeah, because, you know, Brittany only went to that mm. postnatal tear yeah. class. Oh, And they do, when you leave the hospital, I mean, they don't give you a class, but they have like a 20-minute chat with you Yeah, about a bunch of stuff. They hand you the book, the big green book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the big green book. I was about to say, is there really a book that tells you what to do? Yeah, it's the big maternal health book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that they've done none of that. She gave her babies directly to Paul. And did you notice, we'll get to it, but they're like, oh, we're gonna, it's going to be a short flight. And Paul's like, oh, yeah, she'll have a good time. Yeah, Paul knows what this baby is like on a flight. Oh, and he's the, already done and it. And the parents don't. How fucked up is that? Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, Brittany's not coping. She comes home to David and Aaron, who she just kidnapped her baby back from. Yeah. Caring for her child. Triggered. That was orcs. And Therese, look, she was right to feel awkward about that. And she should have followed that instinct. <laughs> yeah, she was. She should have followed that instinct. Look, there's toing and froing. So Brittany sees this situation and she has a trauma response mm. and needs to get the yeah. F out of there. The country. I've looked up flights. We can go to New York tomorrow. Yeah, I love that for them, by the way. I want them to go to New York, not Wollongong. So I'm happy that they're in Wollongong. Friend of the pod, DJY, they can visit him there. Yep. He can show them where the good gigs are. Yep. Um, I'm happy because she's got family. Her mum's nearby or whatever in Wollongong. And I think that she's still depressed. I think she still has postnatal depression that has not been treated. Yeah. Removing her from the country... We haven't heard it about treatment, have we? No. I mean, I'm sure she's got friends in New York, but I don't know if she's got a support network in New York. Oh. I mean, Amy's there. She'll help. Yeah. But, you know, when, when she finds out that Amy and Leo, you know, it's complicated. But did you get the vibe that uh, Leo and Brittany were going to try and make it as a couple? Yeah, I did. I think that's incorrect. I think that should not be on the table here. Well, that's the, the veil of let's have a fresh start. Mm. And was, see what happens. Yeah. Just say you're going to be co-parents and that's fine. You don't have to be boyfriend, girlfriend in a very volatile situation. No, you don't. And it doesn't sound like they had a great relationship to begin with. So adding a baby to it's not going to help, is it? No. Just say, look, we'll share a house. We'll each have a bedroom. We'll co-parent. Bob's your uncle. In fact, David's your uncle. (laughs) Dad's your uncle. (laughs) Awkward. I want to call the pod that, but I don't think that. (sighs) No. Only a couple of weeks and then we – what am I going to call the pod? Anyway, we'll figure it out. Maybe you should just do stars your uncle, like star, star, star. <sighs> then I'll forget to go back and change it. So speaking of co-parenting. Yeah. Cuddling Abigail, which David and Aaron are doing, instead of going to morning tea to discuss moving Nicolette into their home mm. because she's come in with this attitude like, here's your daughter, everything's good now. Um, don't worry about the six weeks you've lost. Don't mm. worry about rebonding to this other baby. Don't worry about the fact that I know how to hold her properly. Um, oh, it's so awkward, isn't it? Just roll with it. And they're like, we're grieving the loss of one daughter. This is not, we can't just, yeah, she's cool too, this one, but we'd, we've got to say goodbye. To, uh, it's really problematic. And I'm really concerned because they need, and David would know, they would know all about mm. attachment theory because. I'm sure that somebody's done some reading about this, right? Probably with the foster care system. Layla probably brought them some pamphlets. Yeah, I think they need to be, firstly, I think moving in together so that the boys asked Nicolette to move in during the Also week. because she said, we need to rethink my original plan, which was to give you a baby because yeah. now I want it. Yeah, have you seen her? She's super cute. <laughs> I want to keep her. Yeah. Um, but Nicolette has bonded with her baby and we said all along it, it is her baby as well. Mm. Um, she's in with all rights to adopt her child out, of course, but, you know, this was problematic from the beginning. So the boys offered for her to move in and they, they want to start afresh. Like Leo and Brittany are talking. They want to start afresh. Obviously it was completely irrational and unfair, devastating what she did to us, Mm. but we don't want to sever the ties. We want to make this work. And I think that is amazing and very unneighborsy. Yeah. To just actually say, mm. 
the best thing for this child is if we forgive Nicolette. Yeah, no, let's get her back. And Paul would have been like, no, let's fight her. Let's take her to court or whatever. So I really, I think they should be like getting like daily therapy about this and like move a therapist in if you have to. Yeah. Um, So they come to, um, she puts out like muffins and croissants and stuff and they ignore her and that bothers her so much. Like she half understands when she finds out they were, they just found out that Leo and Brittany want to go to Wollongong with the baby. Mm. So they won't, they'll be further apart and they're upset. And she's like, oh, okay, that's why you missed brunch. But then she finds out, oh, they were babysitting and that rubs her the wrong way. Well, they kind of like torpedo babysit. Like no one gave them permission to look after this child no. really. Like Therese kind of did. But yeah. yeah. And I look, I understand because she wants their only priority to be bonding with the new child. Mm. Um, but but look, then you should have brought her back earlier. Yeah, it is her fault. <laughs> like, what did you think you were going to do for six weeks? Like, she brokered a baby deal. Yeah. She is the person that lied. Mm. So Paul paid for the baby but was under the assumption that this is the baby that they were originally going to give. Mm. So now it's just awkward for them. But I want to talk about what makes to rage snap. So Paul is being penthouse Paul. Yeah. He's got the scotch out. He's looking dishevelled. Oh, yeah. But I kind of love him as penthouse Paul, but I, I'm really hateful. I actually just feel crap that this relationship looks like it might be ending. Paul and Paul. Oh, because she leaves off the Thursday episode with saying, I want a separation. Yeah. So but, she brings yeah. those um, those bags, those like stripy bags. Oh, yeah. Which everyone has a different name for. Yes. Right. A lot of my people in my ethnic community have yeah. taken possession of those bags incidentally i will let you know that i used to work for a charity that had op shops and they love getting them so Mm. when you're going to donate goods put them in one of those bags wonderful um so she brings around all of his probably amazing expensive stuff and she just stuffs it in those bags and tosses it (laughs) but what led her to that cj so she saw paul saying goodbye to leo and Brittany and the baby but what did that do i don't understand i think it just reminded her that paul Continually does things that hurt people. And then bounces back? Yeah. And under the guise of, you know, my family's the most important thing in the world to me. Okay. Interesting detail as well that Brittany, Brittany is throwing daggers to everyone. Mm. I understand she's going through a lot and hasn't had treatment and has no support network around her. But she threw daggers at him and it was really satisfying. She's like, what do you want? I'll get your money back to you, whatever. Which she doesn't need to do, by the way. Yeah, I know. But, like, how many times is she going to say, I'll get your money back to you, but does it? <laughs> I, just, I just remembered I owe you money for a birthday present we went Harvey's on and I will get you your money. But that's not a million dollars. So Paul is in a fluster because he had this big plan. To, he was going to make dinner for everyone. And Jane and Therese were like, what's he want for this dinner? He's going to try and just suck up to us. Yeah, well, Jane just. She's got 100% Paul figured out. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to partake in his game. Love it. Love Jane. Yeah, it's it's preposterous. And he goes over to Tarage and acts like they're still a couple. Like, do you know that Leo's going to move to Wollongong? She's like, go away. <laughs> I don't talk oh, to you right has, now. He has a go at her for, like, allowing that to mm. happen. She's like, get stuffed. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to deal with bloody clogged toilets at the waterhole, you Mm. asshole. Which Paul could do. Like he's an owner Mm. also. Mm. I mean, he couldn't really get down there and get dirty. No. But he could pay people. Um, Oh, he doesn't have any money left, does he? (laughs) Oh, the cops. Cops are here. They're going to come and join us. Um, So. I'll just wave at them. Yeah, this is. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Oh. We're we're doing a, we're recording our podcast picnic style. Podcast? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's about neighbours. <laughs> it's about neighbours, the show. Very it's yeah. called Neighbours. <laughs> yeah, subscribe. But we'll make sure we're gone before curfew. Yeah, we're nearly finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we watch, we watch the show Neighbours, the soap opera, and yeah. then we recap it. Yeah. And we've been doing it for seven years. And then we when we've been locked down, we've been doing it remotely. Yeah, and then now, now that we're allowed to have picnics, we're like, well, we can do it outside. Yeah. So... But we're yeah. both parents and so we can't do it like in the daylight yeah, because we have to parent our, at the time. Can you put it on Apple Podcasts? Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, Neighbours. So Neighbours. So N-E-I-G-H-B-U-Z-Z. Neighbours. 
Buzz. The name yeah. is Recap Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's hot. She's CJ and I'm Vaya. Yeah. <laughs> Which you would know because you ran our plates. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, because that's under Catherine. So you're missing someone. Kate, yeah, Kate. yes. Well, because because we can't do three we households. We can't do three households. <laughs> Who <laughs> would have thought in some fat, <laughs> dark, dark ass, you're the only people in Victoria obeying the rules. Where we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, subscribe to it. Thank what, you. What was, what was your name, sir? Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Oh, we will shout you out in the next episode. <laughs> and Neighbours has a rotunda like this, but we yeah. call it the murder rotunda because, like, someone got shot there. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So uh, we're like, we're here in the murder rotunda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the actual place we get to film isn't that far away. Well, none of Yeah. We yeah, haven't we recorded done. down there, but we have been there. We did a photo shoot in the cul-de-sac. It doesn't show me how many supporters you've got here. No, they don't show you that. I don't on... think they show it anymore, but it's going pretty well, but a lot of our listeners are in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we yeah. get about 1,000 a week listening. Well, I was born in Manchester, and so, like, oh. I, I grew up with UK TV over here and all the rest of it. Yeah. And, like... My nana would always ring up and go, oh, do you watch Neighbours? Yeah. My parents don't watch Neighbours. They watch Coronation Street. Yeah. Oh. And they don't watch Coronation Street anymore. They watch Neighbours. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. But we, we have to go because it's curfew soon. So yeah. we have to wrap it up and do Shitizen of the Week or Citizen we of the Week. We can't be like a police officer. Daniel said it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Did so you get rid of those other people? Because they were a bit not okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, <laughs> yeah. They left. That's okay. The way. All right, yeah. there you go. We've got some um, some PSOs that are coming down. You'll see like some like um like buses, like mini buses. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll probably see about three mini buses rolling through. I'm sort of the first one here. Um, but I'll oh yeah. Here, yeah, but, just let them know we're normal. Yeah, we're just yeah, gonna right. do citizen of the week. And yeah. then <laughs> <laughs> I was just going off road. I'm like, I don't know where I'm driving here. And I ended up on some path and then yeah. 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 Oh well, yeah. It's there's a bike path. It basically goes to the city, but. I think well, it'll get a bit weird for you in the car. It's exciting to meet some celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, well, I do try and explain it for people that don't watch the show. I, the idea is it's supposed to be ridiculous and silly. Yeah. It's meant to be funny. So, it, the, ideally, someone who's never watched the show could listen to us and understand what's going on because we explain everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like talk about like? Like episodes, like say, like hundred episodes past, and link it back in, and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, well, Kate, who's not here, third household, she's like watched and she's everything. very detail driven, so she brings up things. She's like watched that. it everything since yeah. the eighties, and she walked down the aisle to "Suddenly" by Angry Anderson, <laughs> like Kylie and Jason's wedding song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's really yeah. cool. I think we're doing awesome. Oh, Thank thanks. You. And, uh, yeah, look, well, you, we, we, we what you do is pretty awesome yeah. too. Lockdowns, I like. Hopefully. We, everyone just, once we're out of it, people will, I don't know, get a bit of what they wanted and then still be able to behave. I don't know. Well, I, 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 know. I recently moved away from the Chapel Street mm. area. Oh. I remember when the first lockdown ended, that Chapel Street was just nuts. Like, mm. Wow, I, yeah. I couldn't book in anywhere, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was mm. 50 metres from Chapel Street, I couldn't get a dinner booking anywhere. Wow. Mm. Um, so you can imagine now when it opens up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably what they're worried about because they yeah. know, like, how many, pe- how many people are going to yeah. be and all the rest of it. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully, most of them are vaccinated, and then we can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry for wasting your precious time. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. It's okay. good to wrap it up. We we we'll need wrap to wrap it up. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes we don't know how to finish it. Now we can be like, look, the police yeah. have moved to something. We need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been given a stern well, direction from a nasty sergeant. <laughs> well, this will be episode number. What is it? Two, th- two, three, one or two, three, two. Yeah. When it comes up. And <laughs> two, three, in the episode, I talk about how there's some unsavouries in the car park. Oh, so you can listen and go, I know, I got rid of them. What's this area normally like? Is there normally like weirdos around? I said that this is the kind of place that people come to exchange things. Well, during the day, our kids play. Oh, there, in, during the day, it's fine. Yeah. It's just because um, it's like off the beaten track kind of thing. So people... And um, you saw those speed humps, so, like, people obviously used to, like, do doughies in the car park. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. know that's what they were for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're going to talk about... Thank you, you so too. much. I hope your night is uneventful. Take care. <laughs> Be safe. So the babies got swapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, look, the nuts and the bolts. Yeah, we've got to move it on because the fuzz, we don't want to be ruining their nights. No, we don't. Um, so Brittany wants to move back to New York. Somehow there's, like, Leo comes up with the idea mm. of not going to New York. The, the gong. He's like, look, I'll move to New York if you want. Like, it's fun there. Yeah. But don't you want to go somewhere where you've got support? 
and yep. where my, my mum is and she can help. <laughs> yeah, so Mrs Tanaka's there? Yeah, she's in New South Wales. So, look, okay. by the way, they've got a new premiere now, but, like, no one cares. Just everyone can come to New South Wales. Oh, yeah, can... it's very true, actually. Yeah. I know someone that moved there recently and Who cares? it wasn't hard. Yeah. Um, so they're going to move there and her fa- – like, I get the impression her whole family's there. Mm, yeah. Which, look, that does sound like a really good idea. Like, from someone who lives 10 minutes from their mum during a pandemic, like, having care around mm. was crucial. Sounds like she needs help and care. Yeah. My parents live over the back fence. Yeah. Neighbours <laughs> – that's just so he can hear himself on the pod because he's going to subscribe. Yeah, he's ha- he has subscribed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, well, we've got a listener. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing it for. This, Levi would do that if he um, saw some people recording a podcast. He's like, oh, you should listen to my, my ex-girlfriend's podcast. Yeah. Never forget. Um, Everyone subscribe. <laughs> B. Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to go tomorrow. They seem, I'm just worried about Brit. Free Britney. I'm worried about her. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to hear about Britney ever again. Never. No. Grace is going to put a photo up in the house and that's it. It's a shame because we didn't, like, we saw her at a pretty down time. Like, it would yeah. be nice to see her. It up. would be lovely if they came and had a visit when she was, you know, had really eased into motherhood. Yeah, she's like, like, we'll see. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, oh, we'll get to see our niece again soon. She's like, mm, I don't know. I don't really think so, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we need to do Citizen or Citizen because we promised the law we would. Yeah. And anything else we didn't talk about, we'll pick it up next time, gang. Yeah. I mean, look, that was exciting. A representative of Victoria Police yeah. attended the podcast. Oh, um, I know what we didn't talk about. It's Chloe, but far out. Kate will have some stuff to say about Chloe's saddest, sadnessery. Yeah. Saddest beery with mm. uh, just Chloe. Come on. We'll just we'll get to it next time. So, citizen or citizen? I am going to go with. I'm going to do it. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to say Shittison for Paul. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. No. And your tricks don't work anymore, Paul. No. And, you know, getting Jesse, we, we didn't talk about it, but he's arranged for Jesse to come. Oh, boring. Oh, who just, cares? Even Trace doesn't care anymore. No. She's realised that they're not related now. <laughs> She's, spell's broken. Yeah. The reincarnation spell. So, look. I'm really upset. I want nothing more than to see Paul in that apartment with Harlow calling him grandpa. Mm. Can you say it? No, because now I feel like it's <laughs> it's got to come spontaneously. I've got a secret for you. People always listen to our podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? When you're like, oh, now people are listening. They're always listening. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's got to be, It's you know, she's got to be a little so-and-so for me to get fired up about it. I don't want to impersonate her when she's just... I don't know. She needs to move out of Teresa's house yeah. because that's weird. And she's still kind of half evil. So I think if it's her and Paul versus the world, then I'll, yeah, that'll shit me. Oh, I will love that. See, if Paul's going to be evil and crap, that's why he's getting shittison because I want him to lean into it fully. Yeah. And have your little offsider. Yeah. Get Harlow there. Yeah. Start yes. dealing apples again. Like, yeah. Yeah. I am going to do shittison of the week, Nicolette. Probably long overdue. Mm. No matter what you went through previously, you can't just be bouncing back all rosy and say, here's your baby, I made it right, therefore don't have feelings, don't have bad moods over the fact that you've lost another baby. No, Nicolette. And stop being so persnickety with Chloe. She's being a real bait, Chloe, i got to say. Like even just glaring at her. I'm like, oh, my God, she didn't have an affair, firstly. And you know what? She has addressed that she had some doubts about their relationship. What would you have preferred? She just married you in yeah. just like 10 years' time, was like, actually, this whole time I've been a bit mm, so and so. Like, sure. Yeah, just so so. <laughs> okay. Yes. She doesn't Nicolette. Was he a sergeant, Daniel? Did he say officer, sergeant? He referred to himself as a sergeant, but I think that was in his character. Was, was that a punchline? Yeah. I don't know. We'll just call him Sergeant Daniel. Yeah. Uh, you should go back and listen to some other episodes because Nicolette has gone through a journey. Tell you what. Yeah. Oh, God. So we've got 15 minutes. We should get home before curfew because Melbourne is still under curfew. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I, I do feel that we would get away with it because I didn't tell Daniel this, but we've had cops come to most of our recordings. Yeah. But this is the first time I think they've run our plates, though, to make oh, sure we're in our 15K radius. He was so confused because he was like, why are these women? Because <laughs> he could see our cars and he's like, but but where are they? And they're not in here. <laughs> He probably thought, oh, my God, this is a cold case. Missing women. Shit. Okay, now um, now you've made me scared. Okay, yeah, we have we to We better go. go before we um, become missing women. He did say that there's a whole lot of um, PSOs on their way here, though. What does that even mean? 
um, public service officers or something. It's like the the rank below cop. Oh, good luck to them. Yep. Um, find us on Twitter, Neighbours Pod. Hmm. Yeah, I'm CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. But they're both locked down at the moment. But if we're friends, reach so out, is, let's chat. So is Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Neighbours Council and Patreon.com slash Neighbours Pod. There's no trimming this week because I've got to put up last week's and I've got to pull up just, last week's episode. You didn't episode. get Uber Eats. So you don't have any trimmings. <laughs> Good enough. I don't have Lanzini or Breeds, all right? I just I'm hanging on by thread. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. I don't know what song to play at the end, but we'll f- I will have decided this by the time this goes up. You will. Thanks. It's been really lovely having everyone's responses to the unplugged episodes too. That's been great. So keep your thoughts coming. If, what you know, if you want to do it, we'll do an- we will do another one when UK and AU sync up. Oh we'll yeah, we'll a, do we'll another a, one. We're gonna have a party. And also by then there might not be quite as much traffic on these kind of networks. So, like, we'll, we can do it. Okay. But, yeah, thank you for listening today and always. Keep well. Bye. Extra, extra, it's just in. You want a piece of me? She's so big now, she's so